When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in to the second episode of the Michiana People podcast. I'm still Scott Curtis, and I'm still your host. In this episode, I talked to Ross Deal, who is 3rd District Councilman for the City of Mishawaka. Ross and I have been friends for about 15 years or so, and we talked about local politics, family, and my favorite part, keeping fit after 50. I would like to uh, thank my sponsors who are making the uh, podcast happen. This episode is brought to you by Mapletronics Computers. Our lives are fully immersed in technology. Once again, if you're listening to a podcast, you are immersed in technology. At some point in time, you're going to want some guidance on that technology. Whether you're looking to buy the best new PC, or your computer is locked up, blue screened, or caught fire, Mapletronics can help. As a Michiana People podcast listener, you get exclusive access to promotions designed just for you. Mapletronics works closely with me and coordinates their promotions with themes throughout my interviews. I suggest you check out mapletronics.com forward slash Michiana people and see what specials have going on just for you. You won't be disappointed. We're also sponsored by MSW Marketing Services. Grant at MSW actually put my website together and is helping me with social media. If you need social media for your business and you can't figure it out or you can't stay on top of it, Grant is the guy for you. You can find MSW Marketing Services on facebook.com forward slash MSW Michiana. You can also give Grant a call at 574-606-6696. As always, the Michiana Podcast is dedicated uh, to talking to people in the Michiana area who entertain, educate, and uh, inspire. I hope that you like the podcast, and if you know of anybody or you think you would be a good guest on the podcast, you can shoot me an email at scott at michiana.com. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our website is michianapeople.com. Thanks again for listening, and here's my talk with Ross Deal. Welcome, Michiana people, to episode two of the Michiana podcast. My guest today is Ross Deal. Ross is third district uh, city councilman for the city of Mishawaka. Ross is also a former Marine, former Mishawaka police officer, father of four, grandfather of four. And I have known Ross for about 15 years because our daughters went to elementary through high school together, and then they were also roommates in college. Uh, Ross, thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. My pleasure, Scott. When I was uh, when I was pursuing you to be on the podcast, uh, you said you said you don't know what you'd have to add, and I just want to say from my experience knowing you for 15 years. You are one of those guys who can really be empathetic and see both sides of the story. I've seen you be forceful. I've seen you be dis- di- diplomatic. And I've always admired the way you can bring 
two sides together. And that's kind of the reason I wanted to talk to you. As far as what you're doing now, in addition to being a state farm insurance agent, you are a third district councilman for the city of Mishawaka. Tell me a little bit about what those duties are. Well, um, you know, just like the, the federal government, there, there are uh, three branches of government uh, in the city, essentially two branches of government, the executive and, and the legislative. And uh, the council is the legislative branch uh, of the government. We pass ordinances. Uh, we pass budgets. Um, we, 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 um, you know, things like tax abatements and, and, um, uh, virtually anything that, that comes before the city, we look at and we approve or disapprove. Uh, one of the things that we do in committee meetings is we, you know, gather input, we listen to people and, um, and, and then, uh, if we think that something has merit, we try to move it move it forward, usually in conjunction with the administration. That's that's the goal because uh, things work better that way. Right. I've always admired people in city government, especially a, a smaller city like Mishawaka, because uh, you just can't escape your uh, constituents. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you're right. Uh, and, and, and Mayor Bob Buter told me uh, many years ago that uh, that local government is where the rubber meets the road. And, and I really have come to believe that. You know, during the, the last election, uh, in the course of conversation, things come up. And, um, and I told an audience that, you know, when you run for city council, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not necessarily talking about exciting things. You're not talking about, you know, national defense and immigration and, and death penalty issues. I mean, if you don't want to deal with, with phone calls about someone's trash or their snow plowing or, or their, you know, high grass or, you know, right. uh, then, then, you're, then you're in the wrong business because that's, that's what a city councilman does. That's what we get. There are neighbors that we're that you know everybody has our phone numbers everybody knows where we live and and and, and we're and we're neighbors that's what we are mm-hmm. and and those things the, the the trash the high grass the plowing the shoveling and all all that's what what really keeps the city moving along and and being nice like the city of Mishawaka that we have you know Mishawaka has so much to be proud of uh, you know for one thing I, and I get comments all the time and I know that other councilmen do I know that the mayor does uh, we get com- uh, compliments about how well everyone seems to get along in the city in terms of government. If you look around, I mean, governments seem like they're always at odds. You know, the, the mayor and the council, you know, different council people are fighting. There's, there's arguing, there's bickering, there's partisanship. And, and of course, you look at the, at the mess in Washington. And I think a lot of those folks could take uh, could take note from uh, from what goes on in Mishawaka because once the election is done, uh, you know we sit down, we roll up our sleeves, and we try to do the city's business. We try to all, you know, look at what is good for the city of Mishawaka and and do it, and uh, and and that makes it a lot more fun to do the city's business because instead of spending time fighting. We, you know, we take the time to do things that we think are going to move the city ahead. What prompted you to, to get in the race this this time around? You know, it's interesting because I served on the council from uh, 2008 to 2011. And, uh, and I found that it was something that I really enjoyed doing. I enjoyed the involvement and I enjoyed, you know, uh, you know, kind of having a seat at the table, if you will, and, and, uh, and playing even a small part. 
in in uh, in the 2011 election, um, I was defeated, and I it just didn't it didn't sit well with me because I, I guess I could take losing an election if I thought that it was something that I had done or didn't do. But, but I looked at my loss as I was, I was collateral damage. There were some other issues that were, that were going on that did not really involve me. And by virtue of that, I went down. Still, when all was said and done, I walked away from it. I was pretty much uh, resigned to the fact that that was it. And, and, and in spite of the fact that for the, the next four years, uh, I had people constantly saying, you know, you need to run, you need to run, you need to get back in. We, we miss you. We want you. Uh, and that was all wonderful. But I was, I was essentially done with it. And, uh, uh, but what happened over the last, oh, I would say eight, 10 months was that uh, those voices got louder. And at some point they got my wife on board with them. And, um, and she started to get in my ear a little bit. And, um, you know, of course she, she knew, she, she knew what to say. And, and she reminded me that, look, these people think you did a good job and you worked hard and it wasn't anything that you did that cost you the election. And do you really want to leave that as your legacy? And, uh, wives are good at that. Yeah. Aren't they? <laughs> Uh, and, but, but what she was saying made a lot of sense. And I thought, and I thought, and I went back and forth and back and forth virtually to the right, to the last minute. I mean, I, I literally filed my candidacy 15 minutes before the deadline. Um, because I just, uh, as much as I want to serve, I really didn't know if I wanted to go through the election process. It's, right. it's really a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, now I'm glad I did. I'm excited to be back at it. I'm ex- good things are happening in Mishawaka, and um, and to be a part of it is really exciting. Great. I was a little scared when uh, the election was going on because I saw some raw steel signs out there, and nobody had asked me to put a sign out. <laughs> But finally, finally, you asked me to put a sign up, and I got one in my yard. So I, I was proud, proud and happy to put the sign, the sign up. And I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you're in the position you are now. Thank you. What do you think are the biggest uh, challenges facing Mishawaka these days? Probably, uh, without question, is it, you know it's uh, it's money. It's the fiscal cliff which looms. Uh, it's going to hit us in 2020, and. Um, you know, we, we, uh, our assessed valuation in Mishawaka has been declining. Uh, our boundaries are frozen for the purpose of uh, collecting property tax dollars. The, the state imposed a property tax cap. And, and um, you know, one of the things that the state's famous for is they, they um, create mandates, but they certainly don't provide the funding options. Uh, they haven't to this point, at least. And so uh, we're trying to do more with less constantly. Uh, the one thing I will say, Mishawaka is in better shape than, than a lot of communities are because uh, of being fiscally conservative and because uh, of doing a good job of uh, long-range planning. So it's, uh, it's going to be difficult to maintain the level of service that we think people deserve and that they've come to expect but I think if anybody can do it, we can because we've planned for it. Right, right. Is there any real difference between a Democrat and a Republican in city government? 
You know that it's a, it's funny that you would that you would ask that because uh, I, I would lean more toward no than yes. Okay. Uh, you know, um, uh, in, in fact, I have long been an advocate of nonpartisan uh, local elections mm. because, again, you're not dealing with things like you know uh, right to life and national security and death penalty and border issues and you know all of those things which are on really divisive on the national level you know like i said we're we're talking about people getting people's trash picked up and their streets paved and plowed and and you know court enforcement and uh, public safety and and uh, and and usually you know, while everyone has opinions about the best way to go about those things, it's not generally based on whether you're a conservative or whether you're a liberal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just maybe seeing a different way to do the same thing. Right. So uh, I, I really think that that D and that R mean a lot less at this that the, at this level than they, they do anywhere else. Right. I've always thought so, too. Um, get, just touching on national politics right now one of one of the questions that i've been pretty much asking everybody is not not who you think should be the next president but fiscal issues or social issues what what do you think is really most important to our country right now well you know it's uh, and it is it's difficult to pick one thing but i i think the thing that that bothers me more than anything is looking at a country that is so divided you know, we we've uh, we've been at war for a long time, and and even though those wars, you know, the the, the war in Iraq is essentially over, and, and Afghanistan has has wound down, but we're still dealing with issues like Guantanamo, and I, it, the, the I guess the the just the fact that we are so divided, we we've made so much progress on one hand, uh, socially in terms of equality. Um, uh, gender, uh, gender issues and racial issues, uh, but recent events still show that we have a long way to go uh, right. until those things are non-issues. And uh, I, for my money, I just, I just shake my head sometime and 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 ask rhetorically, you know, why can't we all get along? Right. Because so much, if we could start right there, so much good would flow from it. That I don't think uh, the other things would seem such big obstacles. Right, right. And I guess just to play on that, I truly believe that if people would just sit down and talk rather than talk in sound bites and and uh, inflammatory Facebook memes, it would uh, it would change things uh, for the better. And that's really kind of that's really kind of why I started the podcast. So it's you know, hopefully, if people listen to this, they they'll find out you know what there's common ground with everybody, and all you got to do is sit down and talk about it. Um, I did want to talk to you. You know, you've mentioned when when we were together uh, at events and things like that. You've talked about working on the police department. You were with the police department for about ten years. Right? That's right. Yeah. Were you? Did you? Uh, you you were chief, right? I was not. I was a captain. Captain or captain. captain. captain yeah. Tell me a little bit about those days. I know. I know that was a younger a younger Ross and and. Uh, it was uh, they're probably you've probably got a couple decent stories from that. Uh, I probably could tell stories, you know, for for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I uh, I got out of the Marine Corps uh, and um, 
started back to school, uh, was going to IUSB, and um, my dad was a policeman, uh, so there was, there was that. But part of it was a financial consideration, too, uh, because the federal government had, they called it the LEAP program, Law Enforcement Education Program. And if you were in law enforcement uh, and going to school, you paid your tuition, uh, the federal government did, under this program. And so I thought, what a great opportunity to uh, go to school. I could work nights. I could go to school days. And uh, I had my VA benefits. Mm-hmm. And I and under, with the LEAP program, I could actually go to school and make money. Um, right. So uh, it was a win-win. Uh, so I, uh, I I got on the police department and, and, and really liked it and was going to school. And... Um, one one semester under the program, uh, President Reagan came into office and cut the program. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but but that you know everything for a reason. Uh, I still found that I really uh, enjoyed the work. I I really enjoyed being out on the street. I grew up in Mishawaka. I knew a lot of the people, the neighborhoods, and so it was it was really enjoyable for a young guy, a young guy, single guy, right. a lot of great experience. It's one of those things in life that uh, you do that uh, I'm so glad I did it and I would never do it again. Right. <laughs> That's great. One of, the, one of the things I like to talk about people who are closer to my age is, uh, you know, you raised four kids, you've got, you've got the grandkids. How do you think life is different for them than it was for you? Boy, I tell you what, it's, it's so it's so much more complicated. It's so, uh, it's such a faster pace. You know, I, I, when I was growing up, the summertime lasted forever, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, we, we, we didn't, I, I don't say that we didn't have a lot because everything is relative. We didn't have the things that they have today, but, but they weren't available either. But we, you know, we were creative when we entertained ourselves and, and kids are just inundated today. There, there are so many things calling for their attention that they can't give attention to anything for right. too long. And I guess I feel bad about that. They're, they're stimulated by video games and computers and, and social media. And not that those things are bad, but, you know, uh, there's something to be said for just, you know, going out and getting dirty. Going out and playing. Absolutely. Yeah. We used to we used to have to shove Nathan out the door, and once he got out the door, he was playing wiffle ball and basketball and everything else. But uh, you just got to remind him to put the game controller down. Yeah. As far as Mishawaka goes, what would you say that residents can do to make it the best city it can be? Well, I I, I suppose that uh, you know it starts with you know each individual household and neighborhood and. Mishawaka, I think, has a reputation as a welcoming committee, a welcoming community. And, you know, get to know your neighbors, you know, wave to people, say hi to people, you know, take care of your your property, maintain it so that it's inviting and shop local. Uh, There's a lot there's a lot going on here. A lot of good stuff. Mishawaka is a great place to raise a family. Good things are happening in spite of the fact that our schools have gotten a bad rap for a period of time. There are good things happening in our schools, and we need to make note of those. Uh, you know, it's okay to call someone out for the negative, for the bad things, for the things that don't come up to par. But at the same time, let's not dwell on that. Let's 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 point to the good things happening as well. Uh, and and 
be a point of light for our community. Great. I, as far as the neighbor thing goes, just have to relay a quick story. Uh, we were talking about clearing snow this morning because we got a few inches yesterday. And I have always been of the habit uh, to clear my driveway, clear my walks, and then do the driveway of the house on one side and the house on the other side if they haven't already done it. And I've done it for 23 years. And I recently got a new neighbor on the left side of us, and uh, I, he had caught me cleaning his drive a couple times because he came home as I was finishing up. And I had one of those weeks uh, a few weeks ago that I just didn't have time to do anything. I, I, I got home late. It was too dark to uh, snow blow, and I got home one night, and my drive was completely clear. And first thing I did is I texted my dad and asked if he did it because he likes to do, he likes to get out of the house once in a while. I found out that wasn't the case. I ran into the new neighbor at Meyer and I said, did you clean my driveway? And he said, yeah, you've been cleaning mine since I moved in. (laughs) And it was the best piece of karma that I've ever had. And it's the first time it's ever happened in the 23 years I've lived there. So that was really cool. Yeah. How can uh, residents of Mishawaka interact with you and the rest of uh, city government when they need to? It's actually pretty easy. First off, I would say, you know, my, my phone number is listed. My, my address is listed. Uh, you can go to the city website, mishawaka.in.gov. <clears throat> all of your, the mayor, the council people, they're all right there under government. You can, there are links to our email addresses. Right. Uh, if you don't have internet access, you can always call uh, the city clerk's office, 258-1616, and um, they, they kind of are the, the, the can be the, the point of contact for council members. So if you need to get a hold of a council person, uh, they, can, they can put you in touch with, uh, with us. Uh, so there, there are a number of ways. It's not okay. difficult. And you've also got a Facebook page. Um, I do. Rossdale yes. Third, Third, Third District. District City Council. Right. Um, and that's a fairly active page. It is. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that um, I, I I started a page uh, during the election season uh, because, you know, when you're running a local campaign, you don't have a lot of money. You're not going to buy TV or radio. Right. And But but there's got you got to get the word out. You right. Know, and you got to. And, and so how do people do that? And so. Uh, I did the Facebook page and got a lot of um, a lot of contacts, a lot of hits through that. So when the election was over, I was going to just kind of delete the page. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's make this the beginning, not the end. And let's just change it. And it's a now hopefully the idea is to hopefully um, use it to keep people informed. Um, I think it's a good idea. Post council meeting dates, and and we also have a couple of active. Uh, Revere-wood, uh has a page. Uh, the Revere-wood neighborhood has a page, and Twin Branch neighborhood okay. watch has a page. Both of those areas are in my district, mm-hmm. so we post things usually on all three places. Uh, in addition, Matt Mamaleni, who is a councilman at large, also lives in our area. Okay, and um, so we try to post and repost and, and to to get stuff out there uh as as much as possible and uh and the facebook page if people im me or or private message me if you will and uh, if they have questions and that's that's fine um uh so whatever it takes right right 
Well, I guess I guess the last thing I'd like to ask you is uh, we both uh, uh, went through a, a little battle with weight at about the same time. Uh, and when you raise kids and there's little Debbies in the house and and you treat a whole box as one serving, uh, that tends that tends to start to catch up with you. And uh, I was. I hadn't seen you for a little while, and I came in, and you looked as good as you did in the summertime when I saw you out on the Riverwalk. Mm. And uh, I, I just wonder how you do that because I've eaten your mom's cooking before, <laughs> and uh, it's probably the best, the best you can get around here. Um, but it also is a lot of pasta and a lot, a lot of good sauces. How, how do you, how do you keep up with that? Stay away from my mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I it, it's, uh, we, you know, like we talked, uh, exercise is, is the big, big, big thing. Uh, and then trying to, I, I, I had to kind of come to terms with the idea that I can't eat everything. I mean, sometimes I would try, I right. would try to eat it all, right. you know, uh, you can't. So, uh, I, I, I try to just scale it back, I try to eat sensibly. I, I eat what I want, but I eat smaller portions and, um, uh, you know, I try to eat healthier, try to eat more veggies, more fruits and, and walk, 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 walk. I mean, right. you know, the thing, the thing is, uh, and, and I've had this conversation, uh, with some other people. Uh, exercise doesn't have to be a killer and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to belong to the gym and you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, most of us can walk and you, right. and you don't even have to walk fast. I mean, right. you can, if you're feeling really good, walk fast. And if you're not feeling so good, walk slow, but just right. walk. It's just about moving. And, uh, one of the things that I do during the workday is, uh, you know, I'll eat a salad at my lunch, at my desk and, and then I'll go for a walk during right. the lunch hour. Right. And uh, it does two things. Uh, number one, I get that exercise. But number two, it puts me in a better frame of mind for the afternoon. Instead of sitting at my desk being sleepy, right. I actually come back with some energy. So um, I, I just I think you just gotta you just gotta keep moving one right. foot in front of the other. And I'd have to say, I thank the city of Mishawaka every day for the sidewalk, the fence sidewalk that went down Capitol, because Lisa and I can get a four-mile walk in doing that loop uh, every night when the, when it's nice. That was and, a great project. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And I look forward to the continuation of that project, uh, which is going to be done in two more phases down uh, down 12th Street all the way to Union and with new, uh, new curbs and sidewalks all the way down. So... Yeah. Uh, if you choose to bike instead of walk, uh, you have a long. Yeah, we do. We, we do that too. Uh, but that that sidewalk was it's great. It was it was the best thing ever. Absolutely. Well, Ross, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk to me. And um, uh, I will uh, when I post this. Uh, I will also put a link to your Facebook page <laughs> and a link to the uh, Mishawaka City page. Super. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Thank I really appreciate it. I've enjoyed it very much. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.